So welcome everybody. We are officially started getting rolling here. It's live from Brooklyn and from Alachua, Florida. We're patching in here. We got people from all over the world joining us from West Virginia, from Philly, from New Jersey, from oh, that's kind of New Jersey, Philly, New York. <laughs> <laughs> we also see, I see people coming in from Germany. I see people, I don't know if she's here this morning, but sometimes we've got friends coming in from all over Europe, we've got people represented from all over the country, all over the world, and we're glad that you're here. This is the prayer revolution, and we've been revolting for about uh, 33, 34 days now. Uh, we've actually been, uh, I've been revolting my whole life, revolting against the consciousness that tells me I can do it on my own, or that I'm going to figure this out on my own, or that my best thinking got me here, and my best thinking is going to get me out of here. And I don't know about you, but I don't, haven't seen that work for me. I haven't seen that work for anyone I know. I haven't seen that work for the world. Um, and it's a touchy subject a lot, you know what I mean? Because we don't want to mix God with politics or with education or this or that, or, you know, you believe what you believe and I believe what I believe. And that's all great, but there is a universal spiritual component to living a successful life that is in harmony with a higher power that is directing me from within and directing me from without. And it's a, it's a revolutionary idea that's been around for a long, long time. Um, and we're just here reminding ourselves of that simple principle that um, there is a God who I pray to grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Almost forgot that prayer for a second. Um, but however you phrase it, there is a sense that there are things beyond our control that I just can't change. And uh, help me to accept those things. And there are things that I, that I want to change that I know I can and, and give me the courage and the clarity and the wisdom. And, um, you know, be with me, my dear Lord, um, in, in my times of joy and in my times of crisis. Um, and uh, sometimes it's just a simple little reminder and permission, permission to do that. Um, and so prayer is not just a way in which we ask something, you know, please make this happen, make that happen. It's whatever happens, allow me to see it with fresh eyes. Allow me to respond to it with courage and with clarity and with humility and with compassion, with um, composure. And uh, please un un unfold, uh, how would you see the situation, my dear Lord? And, um, and how would you see me respond to it? So that's the question I try to ask. I get that right about 0.2% of the time. Um, the other 99.8%, I'm still working on it. But that's why we're here. We're here to remind each other. And so our good friend, I'm my, my name is Doel Garangadas, and our good friend and prayer leader, Veer Bhadra Ram Das, is here. He's going to lead us in a prayer like we do every morning. And then we're going to discuss how, we're, how our hearts are and how we're feeling and, and what's going on in our lives and in the world, led by a mood of prayer. That sound good? Sounds good, but it always sounds good. You always sound good. You're, you're doing great. Did I get it right? Anything I missed? Anything stupid? We'll talk about it after. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Lead us in there. Just a quick shout out. We got some Zoe Buckman G joined us here. We're so good to see you. All many people joining on Instagram, Laura Bradley, Daryl Foster. Thank you. If you're tuning in on Instagram live, we love that you're here. Please keep tuning in. And also, we'd love to have you join us some point on Zoom. We have a live Zoom group that happens simultaneously, which um, it's we're much more likely to see your chat expressions your questions your reflections your 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 expressions of love we're more likely to see them on our zoom chat board um and so you can join us on zoom by writing to prayer revolution at bhaktisenter.org we can get you that link or you can just go to bhaktisenter.com 
buckycenter.org, not com, buckycenter.org slash online. And you can get in our Zoom group. We'd love to have you on Zoom. And uh, we, you know, you put a comment on Instagram, it kind of comes and it goes when we miss it. But uh, we'd love to see you on Zoom sometime, all our beautiful Zoom. We got Todd's just joining in all the way from Delhi. And so we got a lot of great friends here. So with that said, uh, turn it over to you, Vera. And, and yeah, thank you, DG. Just saw Marta tuning in for the first time. Welcome. And, um, and also Peggy from Connecticut, uh, wonderful, wonderful friend that I met this last year. And grateful to be uh, grateful to see all the beautiful smiling faces. I um, I wrote a prayer for us last night, and um, super grateful that we're doing this each day. It's giving me an opportunity to reflect and to write and to be in a greater connection with God and and um, to be in that that living dialogue a little bit more. So thank you, all of you guys. Thank you, DG, for giving me uh, this beautiful practice. And those of us that are familiar with prayer, you know what we're about to jump into. Those of us that aren't, it's very, very simple. It's universal. It doesn't matter what your religion is, your faith, or your background. This is just an opportunity to connect to your higher power as you know them. And I'm going to ask you guys to pause whatever you're doing right now and to find a comfortable seat, to close your eyes, to start to soften your body, soften the grip, soften your mind. Take some nice deep inhales and exhales, just relaxing your body. And entering into a space of receiving. We're entering into a space of receiving grace. My dear Lord, you say that we have lived many lives and you can remember all of them but we cannot remember even one. Help me to see this life through the lens of all my past lives, all the mistakes, the suffering, the regrets, the heartbreaks, the deaths that I have experienced. Help me to see today as if I'm being given a second chance at life. Help me to see how I would live my life with true meaning as if I'm on my deathbed right now. What would I do differently today? What would be most important to me? How would I love those around me more fully? How would I forgive more simply? What would I give my life's energy to? What would I be truly grateful for? And who would I give my life to? My Lord, help us to live today as if we've been given a second chance, as if it were our last day on earth. Help us to come alive and move past the pettiness to love fully, truly, intensely your divine self and all your children this prayer is our gratitude to you for this divine second chance you've given us let us give our lives to you and discover the greatest meaning of life in doing so calling out your divine names hearing this divine mantra let us feel an intimacy a gentle closeness with you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. 
Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Beautiful, Veer. Love you. Love you, Baba. Love you. Loving you more fully. I'm seeing through those eyes. I got those eyes. I got the heart emojis going on right now. <laughs> the hearts are coming out of my eyeballs. Love what you're writing. What's your What's your inspiration? Getting some Getting some love on the chat boards. Um, and uh, what's on your heart this morning? How 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 was your evening last night? How's your morning going today? Um, my, my evening last night was, uh, yeah, it was, it was beautiful morning so far is, is, is going really well, feeling connected, feeling grateful. And my inspiration for this prayer was, um, I'm, I'm almost finished with Man's Search for Meaning. Victor Frankl wrote this beautiful book. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. It's a famous book. Um, and, and I read one section that just kind of like, just like, just like hit me, you know, and, and it was just so potent, so powerful and really, you know, the way I want to live my life. Um, and we talk about it often on here, but I'll just, I'll read it, read a little section of it. And that's kind of what stirred me to start writing and, and putting something on paper. The essence of existence, this emphasis on responsibleness is reflected in the categorical imperative of logotherapy, which is, Live as if you were living already for the second time. Oops. Technical difficulty. Um, my, my, I know, I've got to like put on like a, in between a towel and a book. It's, it's I'm going to sponsor if you're um, an iPhone. Okay, live, I'm going to sponsor for him. Thanks, buddy. Live as if you were living already for the second time and as if you had acted the first time as wrongly as you're about to act now. It seems to me that there's nothing which would stimulate a man's sense of responsibleness or woman for more than this maxim, which invites him or her to imagine first that the present is past and second, that the past may yet be changed and amended. Such a precept confronts him or her with life's finiteness, as well as finality of what he or she makes out of both his life and him or herself. And so, you know, when I read that yesterday, I just said, man, you know, how many times, you know, do I, do I go into a situation or circumstance in life and, uh, and like show up halfway? Or, or how many times do I go into a situation or circumstance in life and and I'm really, I'm not giving myself fully. I'm not loving fully, you know, for whatever reason, I'm kind of going through life really just like thinking like it's forever, you know, thinking like I have unlimited opportunities in my relationships and thinking like, oh yeah, I could have a, yeah, let me just like space out today and like forget, you know, God and my meditation. Let me just go through the motions, you know, but, but actually, okay, like if I live my life fully and I look back on it, you know, where would the, where would be those areas? that I felt, you know, out of integrity, that I felt that I actually didn't give myself fully. And, and therefore I felt regret and I felt remorse. And, and, uh, and so like, just to imagine, it's like, okay, wow, like I've already lived this day. I've already lived it. You know, I've already lived this podcast with DG, you know, like, okay. And now I'm getting my second chance looking on it. How would I show up to it? I'm getting a second chance at life. 
how would I show up to it? Let's fast track, let's fast forward, let's go to the end of our life and let's look back and say, how would I live it today? What would be different from the way that I'm living it right now? And, and so just that prayer, just that calling out of, of you know, the, the, the activation of my full self and doing whoever I'm interacting with really show up, you know, not to think that, you know, oh, I have, I have three years to perfect my marriage. You know, I've got 50 years to perfect myself spiritually. It's like, like no, like if those 50 years already went by and I look back on my life, what would I, how would I change things? And so I just thought it's such a powerful way to look at life, you know, to, to look at this moment right now, to look at this experience as the past, yeah. you know, having already gone through it and then to be able to approach it again with that much more intentionality. Mm. How would I do it? I already did yeah. it. How would I go back and how would I show up, you know, so much more fully in life, my relationship with God and, and my relationship with every moment of my life. How would I show up? I love that. It's beautiful. Something that was there in the, uh, somebody posted the, um, the, uh, on, on, on the chat board, you said something, you read something about the past can be changed and amended. Did I hear that in something you read? It was, it was something because yeah. we, we hear so much of, uh, you know, you can't change the past. You can't change the past. You can't change the past. And it's true. But it was, I was hearing this like, wow, he said, you, you, it's past can be changed and amended. And I was thinking, actually, mm-hmm. you, you can change the past in a way because, you know, in one sense, it's, it's interesting. Like I, was, I took a Greek uh, history class um, some years ago uh, at Hunter College. And, um, and, uh, we were talking about this word history, you know, history and the word history, literally it's, it's the, the word story is there in history. And that the way, you know, the epic, epic tales of Greece were told in, like the historians were people, it was, it was in one sense, there was, there was, there was, it was a mixture of fact and a retelling of stories that mm. a, a perspective, it, it's really history in some ways is just a perspective. History in some ways is just mm-hmm. a perspective. You know what I mean? In a lot of in ways. A lot of, in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know, it's like, what happened to me? And it's like, you know, like, like we say these things, for example, you made me feel this way. You know, you made me mm-hmm. feel blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? It's like, it was like, it's like, no, I didn't make you feel anything. There's a feeling in mm-hmm. you that came out when I did X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Or you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. oh, this person did this, that, and the other. And it's like, it's separating like an, an action from like my entire perspective and understanding of what happened. You know, mm-hmm. and so I think that that the past changes, not in the sense of the actions that happen, but the past changes in terms of the story that I associate with the actions that happen. And I think mm-hmm. that that's my history, you know, and so history can actually change in our consciousness when I look back and I start to see the things in my life differently. And so and I think that 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 very much is that's a yogi vision. That's a spiritual perspective. When I look back and I start seeing that changing the narrative of, of, you know, things happen to me and, and this happened and that happened and it sucks and why did this happen and et cetera. It's so like, wow, I can look back. I, I, was, I was talking to a friend just the other day and we were talking about their, their story. And, um, you know, and it's sometimes it's like, you know, people have really difficult, challenging lives. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when I was uh, Steve Jobs in 2005, he gave a keynote address at a Stanford graduation. And he said, it's really hard to connect the dots looking forward, but looking back, somehow those dots connect, you know? And so it's like, wow, mm-hmm. I can look back and see that mm-hmm. God was holding my hand 
God was mm-hmm. holding my hand and leading me through so many of these situations where I thought I was being dumped on. I thought that mm-hmm. I was, I thought that I was just getting the short end of the stick, the raw deal, but actually like, wow, I was being, I was being blessed. And it's like, I can resist that narrative or I can shit rewrite the script of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that was just, I was thinking that it was powerful. Like, wow, history changes. Um, when I shift that perspective and I can amend it and I can allow that history to catapult me into a new future. Am I making sense? Is that, does that sound resonant? Shut me up if I'm going off the deep end. Super resonant to me. I, I, I think that you are, um, you're touching on such a powerful practice. You know, and we got here in the chat board, you know, reframe it. And, mm. and that it's, you know, I'm reframing things with a lens that, you know, God has been guiding every moment of my life. I'm reframing things through the lens that life has been happening for me all along, you know, to lead me to this moment of, of another opportunity to surrender, another opportunity to reconnect, another opportunity to choose to love fully, to choose the consciousness that I'm bringing into my life. And, and, um, and so I, I think absolutely making sense and it's such an important practice i remember you reminded me of a story that um for a long time you know i felt like i, I felt like a, a failure in my life mm-hmm. and there, there was one there's one like real like you know um like this potent moment period of time where i went to india for boarding school and i was in mm-hmm. i was living in uh, west bengal in india when i was um, 12 years old I went there and I told the story before on the on the podcast where my mom had gotten shot and you know this whole you know drama this this intense really intense kind of experience was, was taking place but I was going to India to go to boarding school like that was kind of like the objective it was like my family we were going we were spending some time on holiday and pilgrimage and then I was going to school and in my mind I was like my mom got shot like this, this plan needs to be adjusted, you know, but because my, because my family, you know, we, we were, we weren't, you know, when my stepfather came in at this point, we weren't in like poverty, but we didn't have a lot of money. My parents couldn't fly me back to America and fly me back to India. And, mm. and so it was kind of like, either you're staying here, either you're staying in India or you're coming back home and we can't like, we can't really do both. So um, they, they made their best decision you know thinking that i was i was in good hands or many great people good people that i was with but um i couldn't do it like i was mm. i was so i was so distressed as a kid i mm. could not, not do it and and uh and i was you know like just miserable you know mm. and, and to spare the details uh today but the point being like i felt like a failure you know and then after a couple months i really couldn't do it i just was, was totally suffering and, and mm. getting sick and like this whole whole thing this whole intense sort of drama and when I went home I really I felt like a dog with a tail between my legs Mm. you know I felt like I failed you know like I I wasn't strong enough I was I was too Mm. I was weak you know I I like I couldn't make it you know and uh and I carried that with me into my adult life Mm. I didn't even recognize it or realize like I was carrying around this feeling of of failure Mm. and feeling of weakness and and I remember sitting in Central Park and being like, man, that is such a bullshit story. Like, whoa. Like, and I remember just like thinking, I was, I was going back and reframing, I was just going back on my life and like thinking about the things and like regrets and any area where I felt like, you know, things were unresolved, you know, in my mind, in my heart. 
And this thing came up and I was like, I was like okay, objectively, you're in India, you're a little kid, your mom just got shot, you're being, you feel like you're being left. You know, it's like, I was able to reframe it. I was able to like, you know, move past that mm-hmm. guilt and that shame. And I remember, it's like, man, like this happened like 15 years, you know, before I reframed it, you know, 12, 15 years. And I was carrying that with me my whole life. You know, what else, what else have I carried with me my whole life? So, so many different things. So many, you know, in, in the yoga teachings, we call them mm-hmm. samskars, you know, these type of impressions that affect our consciousness and affect the way that we see the world, affect the way that we interact in relationships. And so I think that it's, um, it's, it's an important practice for, for all of us to go through that process of, of reframing, to go through that process of really looking at the story that we're telling ourselves, the story of our life, and to, for us to be able to stand up in front of anybody and tell the story of our life proudly, you know, confidently, with mm-hmm. courage, like to be able to tell the story of our life in a way that's like, there's meaning and there's purpose behind everything that I've experienced. And to be able to share it from that place of a clear conscience and a, a courageous heart. Mm-hmm. That's for all of us. It's a gift for every single one of us, you know, and, and then what that does for us going forward is that it allows for us to embrace every single moment that's taking place in our life empowered. Allows for us to embrace every single moment as a as a gift from God, no matter how challenging it may be, no matter what may come up, you know. And, uh, and so those are a little, a little story and a little of, of I think that there's tremendous importance in regards to reframing and to actually be able to see the hand of God in our life. We need to be able to have seen the hand of God in our in our our whole past life. We need to be able to wow. see that. Otherwise, we're going to doubt it and we're going to fight it and and resist mm. it, you know, in, in, the, in the moments yeah, that follow. To see the hand so. of God in my life today and to, to, to pray for the hand of God of life in my future, I need to be able to see the hand of God in life throughout my entire past. You got it, yeah. Yeah, write that down, Bryn. That's the encapsulation of it. We need to encapsulate that. Write it down, Bryn. Bryn is our <laughs> faithful scribe. Make sure I don't forget <laughs> forget these little sometimes we, I, sometimes i look back and be like oh yeah that was something good that i said or beer has said and it's like gotta gotta write it down and remind ourselves that that if if i want to see the hand of god today in my life and i pray to see the hand of god in the future i need to be able to look back and see the hand of god throughout my entire past um and it's so it's so interesting. i was looking up um the etymology of the word history itself it's an ancient greek word meaning inquiry knowledge from inquiry or interestingly, judge. And then the Greek word was borrowed into classical Latin as historia, meaning investigation, inquiry, research, account, description, story, and narrative. And so this word judge was used several times because it's, 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 I think it's so much our thinking as human beings. I need to understand, was this good or bad, right or wrong, happy or sad, et cetera, et cetera. And so I need to create a story in order to understand how to judge the events in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And so we create stories in order to judge certain things. And it's interesting that word is there in the etymology. But another interesting word was inquiry and investigation and research. Mm-hmm. And so I love those, those, those nomenclatures of history looking back. Of, let me look back in, a, in an investigative mood. Like, let me look and see find how the hand of God was operating in my life and the lives of people around me. Let mm-hmm. me have inquiry. 
Let me not jump to conclusions and say, blah, 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 blah. Let me, let me open up an inquiry and look back. Like what you did, you're sitting in Central Park and you're like, I want to look back and just like, can I suspend the stories that I've created in my mm-hmm. mind and mm-hmm. rewrite the history of my life? Mm-hmm. I, think absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that it's, it's so empowering, you know. Um, it's empowering. It's, it's, yeah, it's super empowering, you know, to, to look at it from that frame, right? To give that narrative to our life story. It's, a, it's deeply empowering and to yeah. be able to, yeah. So that's, that's an opportunity we all have, you know. It's an opportunity we all have to be able to, to go deeper into this, um, this, this, this miracle of our life, and the richness of meaning in every single moment of our existence, the richness of meaning that is there and, and the opportunity that we have in bhakti is, is really that we're trying to we're saying, hey, in every single moment, I want to see the opportunity to love God. In every single moment, I want to see the opportunity to express that love toward God and toward all of his and her children. I want to be able to have that experience moment to moment to moment in my life. And, and a catalyst for that is our history, a catalyst for that. And, and, and the catalyst is gonna be every single moment that follows, you know, whatever that moment is, the more that I've gone into my history and I've really digested it, seeing the miracles that have taken place, seeing the meaning and the, and the power of the life that I've lived coming into this moment right now, it's gonna empower us to be able to have that consciousness and to be able to bring that, that what I define, I was talking to our friend Jesse Johnson, is like the success that I want to experience in my life is that in every single moment I'm seeing the opportunity to serve and express love, and I'm capitalizing on that. I'm actually executing that. I'm seeing every single moment is a cry for love, and it's a call for love. It's, it's an act of love, or it's a cry for love. And that I'm responding in that way to life. You know? and, that for me, if, if I've lived my life like that and it comes to the time of death, whether that is tomorrow or that's 50 years from now, I'm fulfilled. Mm. I lived a truly meaningful life. I lived a life where I gave my heart fully and moment to moment I was, I was capturing those opportunities. And so it's, you know, I'm not going to be perfect in it. I recognize that, you know, but to work toward, to work toward that spiritual perfection every moment, you know, expressing that love for God and that love for, for each other, responding like that. So yeah. that's, um, that's, what's, uh, that's what's at stake, basically, you know, like mm. the fulfillment of our life, the richness of our life, that's at stake. We have this amazing opportunity moment of our life to experience that success and that fulfillment. And, and um, we're not going to be perfect with it, but we want to start to look at it like we have a second chance right now. Let's start to look at it right now, you know. I've already lived this day. Now reflect on it. How did you live this day? You know, you've already lived it. It's already the end of the day. And you're looking back and you're journaling. You're saying, this is the way I live my life. I loved fully. I forgave. I showed up 100%. You know, I found meaning and purpose. I was connected to God throughout my day. Let's, let's, write, that, let's write that story together. Yeah. Or I didn't do any of those things, but I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's the practice, right? That, that's the opportunity is that I'm not waiting. I'm not, I'm not waiting. Right now I'm saying I've lived it, you know? Right now I'm saying that. You know, I, I spaced out all day long. You know, I, did not, I, I felt, found no meaning in life today, you know? That it's like, okay, if that's the life we want to live, then that's okay. That's, what, that's where we're at, and, and, and um, we can mm. pray from that place as well. Yeah. And at 
the same time, like, you know, I, I believe that every single one of us, we, we, we feel, you know, there's, there is, whatever it may be, you know, it's going into the garden and pulling a few weeds, or it's, you know, it's a humble prayer for a few minutes that there's something that we want to do with our life. You know, there's something tr truly meaningful we want to do with our life. And it could be in the most simple exchange of love or gratitude, whatever that may be for each of us. But to be able to yeah, look, look at it from, you know, look at it as though our day is already unfolded. Let's, let's give it a try. Let's give that, a, give that exercise a, a little practice today. Mm. What are your thoughts, Baba? And, and, and uh, I know it's, it's getting close to that time. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts is that I was, I was sharing this with the day. It's, it's interesting how time works in the material world and that the present moment is the only thing that doesn't exist. You know, as soon as you try to be in the present moment, it's gone. And so every, like this podcast is done, as you're saying at the end of the day, at the end of the day, your life, life is already lived. And so there's the past and there's the future, you know? And I was thinking of, of the spiritual world that, um, you know, what is eternal? What is eternity? It is that, you know, the present moment doesn't exist in the material world and past and future doesn't exist in the spiritual world. It's just the eternal present moment. And so mm -hmm. as we're living in this material world, it's like, the past and the future is kind of what we have and, and, and we're create, we're creating our past and future at every moment. And so I can look back at my past and I could see how I want to, how I want to live with that. And I'm planning for my future and how I want to live with that. And so I'm just thinking about how, um, how, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. We don't want to live in the past, but at the same time, I want to, I want to be able to look back on my past and, and change the way that I see it. Mm. That's just what I was thinking yeah and I if love we you. all do if we all do that today if we all took we take two minutes today five minutes ten minutes whatever you want to get rewrite the story you know where, where does the story go wrong right where are we like I've, I've been wronged in life i've been cheated i've been hurt i've been abandoned i've been abused maybe you know that the, there's so much intensity that we've experienced in our life and and to be able to yeah, look back on our life with, with, with self-acceptance and, and with grace and with forgiveness toward ourselves and toward, yeah. toward everybody. Thank you so much, Vera, for sharing. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in every day. We love seeing you guys. We love that you're here. Um, we hope to see you again tomorrow. We're every day, 9 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. We have Instagram Live here at the Bucky Center and also Zoom. We'd love to have you shift over to our zoom uh chat board and our live zoom call you can get that at buckycenter.org slash online or write us at prayerrevolution at buckycenter.org or just message us on instagram um we love all you guys so much thank you to bryn for being our daily steady scribe we love you and a couple of quick beautiful announcements um if you guys want to spend more time with vera he's got a couple of great offerings coming up uh, tomorrow right just just tomorrow just 24 hours from now, he's doing an online uh, Marma and Ayurvedic healing session um, to help teach you simple tips for um, self-care practices you can do at home by yourself to yourself to kind of help keep your body and, body and mind tuned up and in alignment. That's tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time. So it'll be right after our podcast tomorrow. And he's also on May 19th, we rescheduled an integrated lifestyle transformation workshop. It's a four-part course where he'll be going over principles of how to discover and live according to your values. And so um, there's no better person to kind of guide you through that than Vera. You talk about spiritual practice, relationships, health, purpose, um, finances even, how our finances interact with our spiritual values. 
Um, and so that's May 19th. All of that can be found at bunkyzuna.org slash online. Um, that's just opportunities to spend more time with Vera. I mean, I wouldn't pass it up, whatever it means. Um, we love you, Vera. We love all you love guys. You, we look forward to seeing you all again soon. Please write to us if you have any questions, comments, reflections, things you like seeing that you want to see more of, things you don't like that you want us to stop doing. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you and hear from you. Please be well, everybody. You can find these recordings on Bucky Center SoundCloud or YouTube. And until um, next time, we'll see you soon. Love you, bro. Thank you guys so much for being such inspirations. We'll Thank see you, you tomorrow. I'm going to rewrite history. This was a great podcast. That's what I'm saying <laughs> myself. I'm going to rewrite that history. This was a great podcast. Today was Got a great it, show, it. everybody. Thank you for making that happen. That's, that's the story I'm choosing to write. All right. Thank you, guys. Howdy.